used to want it and get these with my dad. And so get it. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Is she as high maintenance as she appears at first, second, and 35th glance? This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Where Doc Severinsen goes crazy. Play it, Doc. Nice. Well, I could do it, I suppose. Live from Studio C, Senor. Deep within the immaculately cleansed. I like it when they do the bottom. Armstrong and Getty Information Compound. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show for this Thursday, the day of the year of our Lord. Or I haven't said the date yet, have I? Is it the 8th? <laughs> yes. Why does my watch say the 4th? Oh, because oh. of February, probably, among other things. Of oh, course. It's uh, Thursday the 8th, year 2018. God bless us. We're under the uh, tutelage this morning. General Manager, crazy old coots arguing about immigration. Can you include the mayor of uh, the mayor of Oakland really oh, ought to be included oh, in yeah. that description. She's not an old coot. She's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No, I can't, I can't say that on the air. No. No. And I wouldn't. Furthermore, sir <laughs> or madam. Do you suppose there are video cameras outside the elevators? I uh, certainly hope so. I would assume there are. Because I just had a fall. Oh, no. And I, I'll bet that oh, would no, be. Oh, no, he's an older man. Are you all right? Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm that's a pretty funny video. Oh, no, no, no. No. That's when you know you're old. When your friends don't laugh, they say, oh, my God, are you all right? Yes. Well, I'm still laughing. Was there a... Uh... <laughs> Was there a, a liquid involved? Was it a slippery uh, floor? Was it piso a, a mojado? Piso mojado. A shoe untie? No, it is uh, lightly raining outside, um, uh, and uh, the the uh, tile floor uh, wet. Oh, Maybe right. somebody got off earlier, and uh, I stepped in the puddle. That's what sends my kids down a lot: is any moisture on hardwood floor. You hit that? Oh yeah, gone. So, but uh, yeah, I went down, and I'm I'm guessing the video is pretty funny. I wonder, I sh- who would you who would you talk to about that? Go to the building manager. Can I get? Uh, Probably buffers for like 24 hours. The elevator footage. They erase it. I'd like the elevator footage for this morning. And if you could send that to my house, I want to post that to YouTube. Excuse me. uh, We are trying to mock a coworker of ours. (laughs) So if you could please get us that security footage ASAP. Does he have it coming? Oh, yes, he does. Yes, 100%. Yes. Uh, kick, off, kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. Start over there at the board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, I'm doing all right. I just heard a weird story, though, about um, the Amazon Alexa 
Um, I guess people are complaining about weird laughter. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to find out more about this. But, um, you know, we were always worried about these things spying on you. And now maybe somebody's finally hacked into the system or something and uh, start yeah, sending yeah. messages or I'll something. I'll order you cereal. <laughs> sure. It would creep you out. I mean, if you, like, my son's got his in his bedroom, and if you're just laying there and all of a sudden you're hearing a... <laughs> oh, my God. I just wet myself. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not a kid. That weird me out. Yeah. Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, as you may or may not know, my favorite pizza chain is the Papa John's. And they oh, have good. Uh, ended their partnership with the NFL. Saw that. Now, there is a Denver-area entrepreneur who owned 31 Papa John's franchises. Mm. He sold them all. Sold them all two days before the NFL and the pizza company announced that they were ending their partnership. Now, this entrepreneur, the name is uh, one Peyton Manning. Manning? Manning? Something Ma- Manning, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not familiar. But, uh, but, but how fortuitous of him that he sold the wow. pizza the pizza chains that he owned right before the NFL. and Displaying the same amazing timing that made him an Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, does, does oh, this, does he uh, play football? Does this the Peyton, Peyton Manning, does he have a relationship <laughs> with the NFL? Yes. Where he might have known ahead of time that they were splitting up? Hmm. It's possible. Hmm. Pretty handy. Hmm. 31. Stores that he that he owned. Somebody said you might want to sell those. We're about to end this whole deal. So <laughs> I, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. I hear people saying insider trading, but he didn't trade stocks. He sold franchises. Martha Stewart went to jail. Wouldn't it be the same oh, sort of thing? Stop. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the same thing? No, securities are not <laughs> crappy pizza restaurants. By the way, I've got to stand up for good pizza. Oh, oh that's great pizza. That's great. It's garbage. It is to pizza what McDonald's is to burgers. It's barely recognizable as pizza. That's interesting. Back to you. If if that's not against the law, I need to know more people. So if if the super powerful like know a big business thing is coming, they can tell just their close friends. Hey, you might want to buy this or sell that. I, I don't know. Before I just they know do it, a, a franchise is different than a security. Well, no, I would I would not argue that. Yeah, but uh, that's a heck of an advantage. Maybe that's how the the rich get richer. So if you own a giant lot, you could say, <clears throat> "I'm about to build a mall over there, so uh, be a good place to put a Jamba Juice or something." Well, that's just how don't... most politicians get rich. That's how Willie yeah. Brown got rich too. And don't don't deny it, Willie. Please, I know um, people. There's... Free Martha Stewart. There's Marshall Phillips who does our, <laughs> does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Getting away from this financial discussion, you know, it was raining a little bit when I uh, came into work early, early this morning, and I thought of Michelangelo because there in the right lane, a car going about 30 miles an hour, <laughs> its emergency lights blinking, not trying to get off the road, not trying to take an exit, just going very slowly just, and right. cautiously. Just announcing their in- announcing their intention. The interior to car go thirty light. miles per hour on yep. a superhighway. Yep. The interior car light was on. There was an older gentleman there, hands in the wheel at ten and two. Yeah, that's too bad. Staring straight ahead. That's too bad. I think he was employing Michelangelo's driving in the rain safety tips, but he didn't have any <laughs> chains on his tires. <laughs> what? And no constant hawking of the horn. What about the rolled down window with shouting out, "I'm over here." No, no, the window was... Make way! Make way! (laughs) The window was not open, but I gotta tell you, it did make me laugh. It really did. Until there's a fiery wreck, because somebody changes lanes and doesn't notice him until it's too late, smashes into the back of him, cripples him for life, and probably themselves as well. Disparity in speed, number one cause in accidents. It's and everybody, everybody says, well, that's because people are going too fast. And that is primarily true. But people going too f- slow cause lots of accidents. 
Especially went, on highways. I went clear to the floor, by the way, whole body. Like, I didn't just put my right. hand down or something like right. that. I was completely sprawled out flat right. on the floor. Full on your contact. face or your back? On my chest. Yeah, okay. On your chest? Yeah. Really? Wow. Face down. <laughs> I slipped him out. I was completely sprawled out so on the floor. So you did a face plant wow. right there. Uh, my face never hit the floor, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a funny video, I'm thinking. So you were able to get your hands out in time? Yes, okay. luckily. Oh. Could have um, been killed. As opposed to when I passed uh, passed out at the gas station in in, in New York and knocked myself <laughs> you completely were unconscious. At the time, though, no, no, you? I was not. No? I was completely sober. Really? That's, that's, that's a, what was, that was a tumble. Wow. That was what was so disturbing about it. I think because I knocked myself out and I don't I don't remember what happened. Right. I think I was stepping over the the gas hose. You know, sometimes you put it in and you want to go that direction. So you step over the hose. I think I got my foot tangled up. The next thing I know, I woke up, blood streaming down my oh, face. Oh. My glasses are broken. My watch Jeez. is off, and I'm laying and. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the in the oil and gas. On Perhaps the, on it was cement. a failed mugging. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. I don't know. I got hit on the head with something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Jack Armstrong. Oh. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is a uh, Thursday, March the eighth, year twenty eighteen. Keeping you straight in twenty one eight. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the show now officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Let's begin at Mark. Again, no one knows what that whether a whether they actually exist, and uh, although they are pointed to, I believe more than once in the document. It has raised among many people the speculation that those photographs might be intimate photographs of the President of the United States. And Mika, I will, I'll hope as you conjure an image of that, I'll try to just urge you not to throw up in your mouth. That's, uh, that's media bias. There are pictures of Trump doing it with uh, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. That's, there are pictures? that's the theory. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with how we came to this conclusion? No. So in the the verbiage and the non-disclosure agreements that have now been public for sure. some reason, there are references to text messages and or still images that would cool. have needed to be surrendered. Who was be taking the pictures? My fainting heart. Uh, they, they made it. They made it seem like the p- pictures were in her possession. So on her phone or in some way like that. I don't know if she was physically taking them yeah. or not. Or this is a new thing because that governor in Missouri just s- stepped down. Yeah. In in theory, he was taking pictures of his mistress right. to use against her. Right. Um, saying, you ever tell anybody we had an affair? I got these pictures of you in this weird S&M outfit. Um, and you, you won't want that. So mm. he was he took the pictures. You, you'd think the man, the, the public figure, would want to keep it. But he took the pictures to try to keep her quiet. Or is that part of her thing when she fornicates with rich guys to get stuff? Is she'll take a couple of sexy pics of it for him. Maybe that's part of the full service. That she gets as a whore. Depending on which package you, you get. Well, for, right. For yeah. Stormy Daniels. And a you're couple of wallet sizes. Yes. Mm. 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 glasses, <laughs> lasers in the background. No. no. Nothing could be less sexy to me than the presence of a camera anywhere. The idea that this has been re- being recorded. <laughs> they got filters these days. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want images of this. <laughs> about oh, no. I don't want oh, no, 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 no. You need to put that away now. <laughs> Even if the only person ever sees it is me, I don't want them to exist. Because I don't want to see myself from that angle. <laughs> Probably get you on a diet, though. Well, yeah. you get you on the straight and narrow. <laughs> or you'll never be naked again. <laughs> right. right. never oh, yeah. nude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, liars and dares and angry stares. The battle over illegals in California really heating up. You know, it's offended me in particular, Marsh. The mendacity. A mendacity is coming up. And why is Alexa laughing and how do we get her to stop? And the cops are ready now, they say, to arrest Harvey Weinstein. Really? Please start making sweet love to your spouse in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> stories that would come, be uncool. Stories coming up 635 Armstrong. And what are you Kennedy. laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Do you allow Alexa in the room during married time? 
That's a threesome, technically. Yeah. Threesome? Yeah, technically. Okay, she's, Saturday night. She's listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And recording, probably. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's, it's, it's fine. It's good. Wide range of topics taken on by the good folks. You can email us anytime. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Not gotcom. Dot com. This whole immigration thing is so interesting, and, and people seem to see it completely on their side and don't get the other side at all. It's one of those issues, like a lot of them. Anyway, that and all kinds of other stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. And quite the family Nerf gun battle last night is, um, Part of the presents for my son's birthday was a new Nerf gun set. And, uh, you know, I'm not the kind of person that gets troubled by this sort of thing at all. But these Nerf gun rifles look exactly like assault weapons. I mean, they're designed to look like assault weapons. A lot of what people hate about assault weapons is the way they look. Because there are guns that do the same thing, but they don't look like that. And people aren't as scared of them. Yeah. and uh, But they make these these Nerf Guns that look like a, a, an AK-47 or an AR-15. They got mm. the pistol grip thing. They look like that. And we're all running around, screaming and yelling, dodging behind things, trying to shoot people. I, I find that a little troubling, just thinking about it. I know. And, it. I kept, and, and that's not a judgment. I'd probably do it myself. But just my initial reaction is, ugh. My kids are unaware of the school shootings. That's right. My Good. wife, I don't think, was thinking about it. She didn't follow the news. But I couldn't... I, it's weird, but I couldn't stop running around thinking this is probably a lot like what it was in that school. Holy crap. Isn't that a weird thing to be thinking of when you're playing with your kids? Why don't you guys get, uh, I don't know, a nice uh, Yahtzee set or uh, <laughs> I don't know, the, game, the game of life. Everybody enjoys that. You got the little pink babies. You got the little, they probably got purple babies now for transgender, but um, yeah, the game of life. It's a fun game. You spin the spinner. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And I. Well, as always, please feel free to email uh, your assessment of Jack's parenting or my own anytime. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's the new email address, everybody. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And someday, when I'm so bored I can't think of anything else to do, I'll email everybody back who's still emailing the old address and hip them to it, but uh, that moment hasn't come yet. I could do an auto-reply. But that would alert the 785 people who spam us with idiot guests every day and that sort of thing. You don't want to do that? No. No, I do not. I'd prefer them to remain as they are in the dark. I was proposing that humankind uh, yesterday, that uh, humankind should have come up with the perfect breakup speech. Everybody memorizes it, has it tattooed on their arm, etc. So there's none of this... You know, stumbling and blubbering and rationalizing and, and saying it's not you and the rest of it. Surely, you got Jesus, Shakespeare, Lincoln, and Twain on the committee. Maybe Confucius. What am I, a racist? Let's bring in an Asian. <laughs> <clears throat> so you got that. You got Jesus, Confucius, Abe Lincoln, Mark Twain. Have them all put their heads together and come up with a simple one to three sentence breakup speech that we would all memorize that would leave everybody's dignity intact, etc. 
It would address the fact, which Jack brought up quite perceptively, that, well, wait a minute. You said you loved me three days ago. Now you're telling me you don't love me. What what was going on three days ago? You gotta you gotta work that in. We're gonna put Confucius in charge of that part. But anyway, Jared in Missouri, because we already have a national show, writes: Humans haven't perfected it because there are emotions involved. Vulcans, on the other hand, of Star Trek fame, can break up entirely logically. Quote: I detect a lack of compatibility. It is best that we seek life partnerships elsewhere. Please accept my best wishes on future endeavors. And it's done. That is pretty good. Yeah, the the airing of the entire breakup on uh, The Bachelor the other night, that that has nothing to do with The Bachelor or whether you like it or not. That's just that's something that almost everyone goes through. Mm. And you, you saw somebody else do it, and it reminded you of the times you've been there on mm. either side of it. And uh, it's rough. On the always enjoyable dynamic of, I would saw off one of my feet if that would get this back together. Right, exactly. I want it that much. Oh, yeah. And then I'm saying, nah, keep both your feet on. It's over. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah. And they're walking out of the room. Uh, I'm leaving you when you had two feet. What makes you think I'm going to hang around when you got one? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Hey, that's that's really insensitive to the the mono-footed. And Uh, they're leaving the room happier than when they showed up. You're leaving the room immeasurably less happy right. than when you showed up. Yeah, so the world uh, keeps turning. You know, it's a break even. Uh, moving along. Uh, Mitchell from beautiful Monterey, California, writes uh, on civil rights and firearm sales and uh, 18 years old, 21 years old, etc. Age is a protected class under the amended Civil Rights Act. We had a lot of people write that in. Yeah, it is and it isn't. That's to protect older folks from getting canned. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. You can't rent a car if you're 22. So please, with your your blanket constitutional announcements, um, you're probably wrong. However, retailers usually have the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason, i.e. no shoes, no shirt, no service. Also not entirely true in the devil is in the details. And none of those are constitutional rights. Right, exactly. But thank you for no the... No constitutional right to get a Slurpee. For the uh, contribution. Maybe there should be. Maybe there... Yes. Here's Ken, who uh, has written in a number of times through the years. I recognize his sign-off. I think Stormy Daniels ought to sue your show for slut-shaming her on broadcast air. Joe's unwavering defense of all things Trump has reached a new low. That would be me, Joe Getty, who has called Trump a half-wit, a moron incurious, uh, the most easily butthurt adult on earth. A child. A child, um, among other things. That would be me. Is this the same email you read yesterday? or Uh, Just part of it, because I barely scratched the surface. Okay. Somehow, uh, oh, I'm sorry, someone ought to keep a tally of how many times Joe calls other people, groups, or politicians morons, or worse. (laughs) Or worse. That would be a fun tally. His sad and small ego seems to. Again. <laughs> hey, we're into. Hey, we're into my my uh, uh, very soul, Sean. I'll thank you to keep your comments to yourself. You moron or worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. His sad and small ego seems to need constant reinflating by insulting everyone who enters his realm of recognition. Everyone that Joe disagrees with is insulted, belittled, and marginalized in order to elevate himself above all those he sees as inferior. It is going to be a lonely life for him in the long run. Or, or Ken, uh, what's that, Michael? Or in the tradition of uh, Mark Twain, H.L. Mencken, and others, I think very bad people are doing very bad things to this country and screwing it up for my kids 
And if mockery is a good way to bring them down and point out their idiocy, I will indulge in it all day long. There is new Stormy Daniels stuff, among other stuff, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. issues are like this where neither side seems to be able to see where the other side is coming from I mean, it's the real conflict of visions thing or people are pretending i can't tell which well there's some of both yeah 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 i'm trying to think okay how do i make a, a fair argument an intellectually honest argument that one side is dealing with facts and the other side is dealing entirely with emotions and so the fact side isn't going to I mean I understand the emotional appeal I think I understand it perfectly well I just don't think it trumps the facts it's the so do do I not see their side or do I just not buy it we're talking federal government versus state of California Sessions versus Jerry Brown Trump versus all that is good and decent according to Californians I guess Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the Trump administration suing California over its sanctuary policies for illegals. Attorney General Jeff Sessions accusing California of blocking federal authorities from doing their jobs due to sanctuary laws. California, we have a problem. A series of actions and events has occurred here that directly and adversely impact the work of our federal officers. Sessions says he's just asking California and other sanctuary jurisdictions to stop obstructing federal law enforcement. After the speech, Governor Jerry Brown responded by ripping into Sessions. What Jeff Sessions said is simply not true. And I call upon him him to apologize to the people of California, to bringing the mendacity of Washington to California. Make wild accusations many of which are based on outright lies. That's unusual. And particularly a fellow coming from Alabama talking to us about secession and and protecting the human and civil rights. I do think this is pure red meat for the base. And I, I would assume, but I, this is pure speculation, that uh, Jeff thinks that Donald uh, will be happier with him. And I'm sure Donald will be tre- tweeting his joy at this particular performance. But it's not about law enforcement, it's not about justice, and it really demeans uh, the high office uh, to which he has been uh, appointed. Yeah, and there there you go. That's, that's my example. That's so interesting. To me, it seems 180 degrees the other direction. The other side is all about the law, and his side is all about playing to the base and emotions and that sort of stuff. So am I as far off base as he is, or, or what? Well, I, I just pray that Jerry Brown and Donald Trump get into a pissing match. That would make 2018 <laughs> a year to remember. Um, a couple I, of old men I, yelling at each other. I, I he did put out a tweet yesterday. Jerry Brown put out a tweet yesterday, and he ended it with sad, yeah. which is pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's on. It's on. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, I tell you what, though. Um, they, uh, the lawsuit that the U.S. has filed against California opens with the same paragraph that the Obama administration used successfully to sue Arizona in 2010, or whenever that suit came along. It was a 2010 Arizona law in which, you know, Arizona said, you folks are not enforcing immigration. We're going to start to. And the court said, you cannot do that. The federal government deals with immigration, not the state. You stand down. And Obamaites were uh, triumphant. 
Jumping up and down, touchdown dance. Now, see, that's where I was sympathetic to Jerry Brown's argument yesterday, is he said, you people in Washington, D.C. aren't dealing with this problem, so we're coming up with a way to deal with it, which is why I was in favor of Arizona doing what they were doing. Yeah. Saying, look, it's your job to regulate the borders. You aren't, so clearly we have to. I don't like the way... My sympathy was with Arizona in that case as well. I don't like the way California's going about it, but I do get the argument that, look, you've created this crazy problem where we have millions of people here illegally. Um, You don't do anything about it, really. Nobody's enforcing the laws at the businesses and stuff like that, so we've decided we're going to come up with our own immigration laws. Special report with Brett Bear had a really good panel on this. Uh, Some learned people who are talking uh, sensible stuff at each other and listening respectfully. Which I appreciated, but the one thing nobody ever said, nobody ever says, even though it is undeniable as sure as the sunrise, that both parties have been complicit in this for decades. They have both wanted and allowed rampant illegal immigration because it has suited their financial and or political motives. And nobody is saying that. Nobody is calling the parties on that. But Obama, the Obama administration was Obama. right, and the Trump administration is right, is that you can't have 50 states coming up with their own Federal immigration policy. And that's what the court said. We can't have 50 different immigration policies. Of course, if if you're in charge of it, then maybe you should deal with it, federal government, and you're not. During his speech in Sacramento, Jeff Sessions also singled out Oakland's mayor, Libby Schaap. Who is an idiot. For announcing publicly. (laughs) She's a moron or worse. Or worse. For announcing publicly, ICE was planning a sweep of illegals in Northern California before a series of planned raids. You got to clap on hands. The mayor, Schaap. How dare you? How dare you needlessly endanger the lives of our law enforcement officers to promote a radical open borders agenda? You heard how mad he was there. How how dare you? How dare you? How how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> All right, look. I'm a human. She, she's inexcusable to spread the word. Hey, 800 criminal illegal aliens. The feds are coming for you. Hide! Hide! Don't let them find you before you can get out your gun. Get out your guns now! Run now! How, how dare you? I'm trying to talk. How dare you? How dare you? Mayor Chef firing back, though. How dare you vilify members of our community by trying to frighten the American public into thinking that all undocumented residents are dangerous criminals. Nobody has ever claimed that. Nobody has ever claimed that, baby. And then then she goes with the inevitable. Sean, do you have the other uh, Libby Schaaf clip I asked for? Yes, I do. Excellent. Listen to this tripe, would you? Here it comes. Right now. His comments were so consistent with this racist distraction, this fear-mongering that others, newcomers, outsiders are making our country less safe. Ah, the first refuge of scoundrels, the accusation of racism. How about this, my darling? And yes, that was intentionally sexist and demeaning. Uh, how about, I'm sorry. How about this, Madam Mayor? We, without prejudice nor passion, enforce the immigration laws of the United States of America, regardless of race, color, creed, etc. All right, now call me a racist. If you think that millions of white French coming into the United States and making your schools impossible to run, your hospitals impossible to run, driving down wages in a lot of your businesses, if you think people wouldn't be up in arms about that also, you're crazy. People would be just as mad. 
It's not about the color of the skin. It's about you can't you can't run a society that way. If I had, if my school was full of people who spoke French and it was taking a lot of resources away from teaching and uh, causing all the problems it's causing, I'd be just as upset about it. Yep. It's got nothing to do with race. That's well, it's the last refuge of scoundrels, right. as you said. One and last... I'll be cold and dead in the grave before I allow my children to go to school with a Frenchman. Said that many times. <laughs> One last quick note: New York City's top detective Robert Boyce is saying the NYPD's moving in, in, getting ready to arrest Harvey Weinstein. He says the NYPD's got dozens of witnesses lined up, ready to talk to a grand jury. Isn't that going to be something if he ends up in prison as a rapist? Which he should because he is a rapist, allegedly. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I mean, can you imagine? Well done, Squawky. Can you imagine if Jerry Brown and Donald Trump start going at each other, hammer and tongs, lose their tempers, their sense of propriety, the dignity of either of their offices, et cetera, et cetera? How entertaining would that be? It will make it completely impossible to discuss the issue sanely. But you know what? I can live with it. Awesome. So, yeah, we're going to try to talk to somebody smart about that. Legally, I thought there's no way the Obama administration loses in battling Arizona, even though I liked Arizona taking matters into their own hands. But I thought there's no way Obama loses, and I feel the same way here. How does the federal government lose in this issue? Isn't the Supreme Court just going to clearly say, no, you can't do that? But who knows how many years it'll be before that gets worked out. Yeah, you can't forbid your people from following and cooperating with federal law. Uh, there is another Stormy Daniels wrinkle. And is this oh, is this please. is this something or is this just... Well, I'll ask you at some point. Mm. Is this just like gossip tabloid or is this possibly a real story with actual implications? My answer may shock you. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. are saying that some of the language in adult film star Stormy Daniels' non-disclosure agreement suggests that she may have some lurid photos that were taken during their sexual encounters. Said Trump, fake nudes. <laughs> I like a good pun. Making fun of the president's <laughs> sex life. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? He's been pulling a lot of doubles at the at the tree making cookie factory. He's very tired. We 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 should give him some some leeway on that. That's a Jeff Sessions looks like an elf joke, is what that is. Oh no! Um, oh, that's disrespectful. So uh, we caught a video yesterday explaining the whole Stormy Daniels thing. If for some reason you haven't been following it, and it's available at armstrongandgetty.com. dot com. Armstrongandgetty.com. Is that where you go to find it? Anyway, sure. Um, you might as well go there as anywhere else. So <laughs> it might work. <laughs> How dare you? Right. Or go to ESPN.com. Try yeah. to look for it there. Sure. Um, so I will talk about it whenever it uh, serves as some, uh, you know, hilarious need. For uh, entertainment value. For entertainment value. I see. But is there any, uh, is there any possibility of news value out of this? Uh, is there any, um, I'm trying to think. Yes. Yeah, well, there what, is, what could turn it's, into it's something? small. Well, it's that. 
if indeed <laughs> Trump's lawyer paid the settlement for him during the campaign to protect his candidacy, that is an in he gave him in effect legal services and paid a fine for him, which is an in-kind campaign contribution, which was not declared. Well, so it would be a violation of campaign law. Guilty. Well, okay. <laughs> Without rules, there is chaos, Jack. There's no... Um, How dare you? How dare you? There's no obstructing justice, threatening a witness, something or other going on. Well, she's a blackmailer. She is. She's clearly she's a, a blackmailer. She's an extortionist. Yes. Yeah. And perhaps a contortionist. I haven't seen the pictures. I have. She's, yes, at least halfway. Um. Okay. I just want... Open-minded gal, by the way. Hard to picture something you could bring up in the sack that she would say no to. And I salute her for that. Nonetheless, <laughs> black extortion is a crime. <laughs> um, okay, well, I was just trying to figure out... How dare you? Any actual, like, thing there... Because some of the anti-Trump news is uh, is really spending a lot of time on it. Oh, yeah. And it's salacious, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. The The reason it doesn't get more attention, as we've discussed, is nobody's surprised by it. No, I, I there's nothing here. Everybody assumes Trump was the sort of guy that would cheat on his wife with a porn star. So right. If Barack Obama... Certainly nobody's shocked that a porn star would sleep with a billionaire hoping to get on a big hit TV show. If it had turned out that George Bush or Barack Obama had cheated on their wives right. with a porn star and paid hush money to keep it quiet, that would have been quite a shocking story. Right. Time to reassess. Now you're completely no. different than I thought. With Trump, it's you're exactly what I thought. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. And a couple of people who obviously have a far grubbier view of the act of love than I do, uh, getting together and grubbing on each other. I just don't care. Hmm. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know. It's just all tiring to me. Okay. <laughs> I just wonder if there's anything legal there. There's a little. Like I say, there's a little. You going to impeach him over that? No. Look, this this trollop said she was going to blab days before the election. We paid her off. All right? You want to impeach him? Go ahead. You want to bring the country to a halt for months and months? Good luck. Won't happen. No, there wouldn't be an impeachment over that. No. Why would there be? What would the grounds be? Violating of our nation's sacred campaign laws, Jack. Oh, have you no on. respect? No, no that's not there. You, you, you pretend that the, the campaign finance laws are, are a joke, which they are. How dare you? Yeah, that doesn't work. So, so um, that's enough of that. Hmm. Getting back to the topic of the federal lawsuit against Corruptifornia. I suppose, no, this would be more an example of Cal Unicornia. Uh, corruptifornia is a term used to point when the state of California awards billions, sometimes tens of billions of dollars to its cronies uh, to keep power in the Democrat Party. Cal Unicornia, of course, is a term used to point out when the state is completely unmoored from reality. And that would be uh, this one. So back in 2012, when the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the Arizona law, which said the feds are not enforcing immigration law. It's costing us millions and millions of dollars in our schools, millions and millions of dollars in law enforcement, many millions of dollars in social services, et cetera, et cetera. We are desperate. We have serious justification in doing what the feds are not. And the U.S. Supreme Court said, no, you don't. No, you don't, because we can't have 50 different 
immigration systems. And specifically, just as Anthony Kennedy wrote for the majority, the state may not pursue policies that undermine federal law. Right. Which is, you know, a, a major statement. Right. And he said they may have understandable frustrations, et cetera, et cetera. But what Jack said. Um, and so the Supreme Court ruled. It is impossible to imagine they would go in the other direction this time. It's just, to me, it's just silly. Although it's not silly if you're Jerry Brown and Xavier Becerra, the Attorney General of California, uh, it makes perfect political sense. You're whipping up the base. You're portraying Republicans as racists. You're portraying yourself as some brave defender of the brown man. Uh, if you have to you know, ignore the law to do it, that's fine with them because they have public sentiment on their side, at least a majority of it, in uh, Cal Unicornia. So I get it politically speaking. Um uh, plus, they are, as you know, working as fast as they can to erase any possibility you can prevent illegals from registering to vote. Because, like a lot of states, you don't have to prove your citizenship. Well, in a lot of states, you don't have to prove your citizenship in a serious way uh, to vote. And the Democrat Party is working as hard as they can to register as many illegals as they can because it's just it's cumbersome to catch people. So it's a, it's a smart strategy if you have no love for the country whatsoever, no love for the rule of law of the Constitution. So schools have got a problem all across the country, including my own school, uh, people calling in threats of a school shooter. Oh, boy. And it's happened 600-some times across the country just in the last couple of weeks. And do you close down school? How much resources do you put into investigating it? How do we get the word out that this is not the sort of thing you can mess around with? Have a little more on that coming up. It's it's a problem. Six hundred times. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.